all chatty chad, chatty chad, chad. Hey, hey, Professor, you said uh, if there was any time I needed to borrow a canteen, you'd be the person to ask. So turning in that old uh, advice. I was you, gonna say favor, but I don't think it's a favor until you give it. It's, to, uh, here you go. It's like I got a canteen. I'm gonna show it to you right here. Let you look at it. Oh, yep. I can't. I'm going camping this weekend. Can I? Can I borrow the canteen? Chad, you sure you want to go camping? Well, I think so. I mean, I've never been camping before, but how how hard could it really be? Well, there's a lot of wild animals out there. Oh yeah, but you know you. You hang all your food in a bag over the tree or whatever, and, you know, uh, you, I got my bear mace. Chad, are you prepared for this trip spiritually? Uh, no, I didn't think so. Hmm. Chad, going camping isn't just about communing with nature. There's a lot of things beyond nature that you gotta consider and take care of. So I'm gonna give you this canteen right now, but I'm also gonna give you this space-age crystal that fell from the sky in a comet in 1875. It's hot. It's hot, Professor. That's right. It's radioactive. Oh. But that's gonna protect you. Because there's things in this world that you can't imagine. Things that come from above. Just like what happened down in a continent that maybe you're familiar with. But it's got uh, different... Uh, Spelling is the continent of Australia. Boots a canvas, son. Well, yeah, they're 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 breathable. It's I I read I read that that's what I was supposed to have. There's fifteen thousand poisonous snakes and spiders out there. One of them's gonna bite through that, like it's a candy wrapper. But it's canvas. It can't bite the canvas, can it? Canvas. That's like cellophane. The two men are walking down a dusty dirt road. Just vast expanse of the outback to either side of them. Back in the distance, they can see uh, can see their Range Rover. I once saw a snake bite through a can of chock full of nuts coffee grounds. I, I, I think this is something you probably could have mentioned earlier. It's kind of late now. You'll probably live. You'll probably be fine, if you're lucky. Probably, if I'm lucky, does not sound very uh, confidence-instilling. A deep red sun begins to dip toward the horizon. Still don't understand why we're out here. We're out here because we got hired to be out here. Mr. Simpson wants the job done. We're going to do it. Just doesn't, just doesn't feel right. There's a lot of things that don't feel right out here. 
lot of things, Stan. Sometimes it never feels right. I understand that that's all you have to eat. But this is for some rich person in New York City. Mr. Simpson wants an ostrich, he's gonna get it. understand what's wrong with the farm-raised ostrich. Why does it have to be a wild... Stan, you ever looked into the eyes of an ostrich? Like, really look deep? No, I haven't. They pause as they're walking down the road. I did once. About ten years ago. Ostrich stabbed me down on a dusty dirt road out by the mesa. And I saw his eyes. I saw the wild fire in his eyes. I never seen that from... Any farm-raised, caged, or zooed-up ostrich ever. There's magic, there's a wild magic in there. And you best respect it, Stan, if you're gonna survive this night. Up there's the ostrich corral. That's what they call it. That ring of stones is sacred to them. They walk. And they walk, and the sun dips below the horizon. The sky turns a deep blue before fading to blackness. A full moon rises, lighting their way, and the first of the strange stones stands before them. See those carvings, Stan? Yeah, Rick. They're runes. They're ostrich runes. What do they say? Nobody knows. It's an ancient language. I always wonder. Should we camp here? Or should we continue on into the ring? I say camp here tonight, see what appears. But beware. The tribal elders come out this way too sometimes. Stan shoulders his backpack nervously. Clarification, Rick, do you mean like Aborigine tribal elders or the ostrich tribal elders? Well, they're both sometimes. Shit. I'm gonna put up the the snake fence. Alright, I'm staking it into the ground. Remember, Stan, once you walk over the snake fence, uh, make sure you close the gate behind you. Right, Rick. In the uh, two-foot-tall fence, there's a small gate with a minute little doorknob. Snakes can't use doorknobs. <laughs> Rick, is it okay if I just step over it? Is it really important to use the door? I would feel more comfortable if you use the door, Stan. All right, Rick. All right. I'll use the door. You know, it's the little little clutches of, of civilization out here in the wild that keeps you sane, that keeps you separate from the animals. Like yep. you wash your face. A ferret doesn't do that. Rick, before I come in, I'm assuming you want me to wipe my feet on the welcome mat? I would appreciate that, yes. Right. Shh, shh. 
that was me folding the napkins for our dinner. You see, if you practice the ancient Japanese art of origami, you can turn a napkin into a banana. <laughs> On the small table that Rick has prepared, there's a bowl in the middle that looks like it should be a still life, but it's made completely of folded napkins. Beautiful, Rick. Thank you, Stan. It means a lot to me. I just don't get you, Rick. Stan yeah. picks up an origami pear out of the bowl. That's an Asian pear. Oh, I could, oh, it's different than this pear. Wow. Slightly rounder, a sweeter flavor. You know, Rick, we've been working together for a few years now. Every time we go out on a, on a trapping mission, you always just show me something new about you. I just... You know, the way you uh, used to... Uh, the crochet of the uh, rodents as uh, decoys. That was very impressive. Stan, technically that was macrame, but I appreciate the compliment. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's as, a slight difference in the nodding technique. As they sit down to dinner beyond the snake fence, there's a macrame wallaby Hey, Charlie. Charlie, my macrame wallaby. Charlie. We're gonna get through this night, Charlie. Gotta come out on the other side. In the distance, the moon shines down on um, <clears throat> a elder riding a, an ostrich that is adorned in, in jewels and full headdress. Yes, Pythagoras. Yes, they are coming. The trappers out of the bustling cities with their dirt and their grime and their smog out into our bedraggled landscape of untamed wilds and savage fauna. I will not let them catch you, Pythagoras. Not this night. We will... We will summon the other ostriches and chase the strangers from our lands. The elder takes from his back a dirigeridoo. Rick, that doesn't sound good. Stan, it's war ostrich calls. Get your ostrich guns in your nets. Stan, close the gate behind you, oh, God damn it! They're coming, Stan! There's too many of them! As they peer over their they peer over their snake fence, they see hundreds of ostriches charging them down. Hold your ground! They ready their weapons! Chop, 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 chop,
Ostrich snake fence. The ostriches all are too scared to jump over the small fence. They, they run back and forth trying to find a weak point. Damn you, Hunter! Stand, load up the road flares. Give my little bit of fireworks to send them on their way. Simpson's gonna love this one. Let me tackle it. Come up behind me with a rope stand. I'll creep forward. I'm holding out. I know it's a wild in his eyes. I'm holding out my one hand out towards my left. I'm waving my hand so as its eyesight returns from the road flare, it starts seeing the hand. And it's not looking in the other direction. As I have its neck! He grabs his neck and holds the ostrich down. The ostrich wiggles and, and then flails, and he's really got it by the neck secure. Put the collar on! Put the collar on! Stand! Put it on now! Alright, let him go. Yeah, that's right. You're mine now, Pythagoras. He's so majestic. A giant ostrich is tethered by a small collar on his neck, and he looms eight feet before them in the firelight, huge black feather sheening off the firelight as it goes back and forth, struggling to escape. It'll calm down. Stan. Stan? Rico. Doesn't feel right. Stan, he got me. He got you. He speak. He speak, stab me in the side. Rick, Rick holds Rick. his ribs, blood pouring between his fingers. Rick, I can stop the bleeding. I can stop the bleeding. No, I, I can't do this without you, Rick. Come on. Stand. Come on. Rick, come on. Stay with me. Stay with me, Rick. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stand close the gate. <clears throat> he collapses. How could you do this to me, Rick? trapped you, but there's no reason to kill him. Wait a second. I understood what you were saying. 
Stan and the ostrich lock eyes. A deep, direct eye contact from one soul to another. That's a strong stand. You can understand me. Pythagoras. This is this all so strange to me. I hope you understand that I've got to I've got to take you in. I was hired to do a job, and I've got to do a job. Nothing personal. I just. It's as all personal, Rick. I've got a family to feed. Stan thought of his three children back home, barely scraping by with enough food to eat. I am able to penetrate your thoughts. I see your vision of your family. I understand for why you do this. Wild ostriches can read people's minds? The wild Australian ostrich is a powerful being. We have existed in this world long before the human race arose. And long before you decided to subdue our culture and push us to the fringe of society. Pythagoras, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, we, we didn't know. How, how could we have known? There were sounds in the rocks, in the wind, in the water. But there were signs that no one could read. Sometimes to read is only to look. Wait a second. In the rocks. I... I understand. Yes. There is written our ancient culture. The ways of the ostrich. And how the aboriginal people bonded with us, and we lived in harmony. Wow, you've created an entire underground labyrinth to hide your numbers? Deep beneath Uluru, or what you know as Ayers Rock, lies the ostrich culture, our greatest city. been to Mars? It's true. Why didn't you tell anyone? Well, that's right. We weren't listening. Yes. Also, Mars is boring and we came back like right afterward. Oh, really? No, it's, there's not a lot. It's not really worth no, the effort? going on. We've got to tell the world. Pythagoras. High above this stone circle, atop the Mesa Rock, the chief looks down at the camp, sees the flickering of the campfire light, sees Pythagoras and Stan talking. Pythagoras, bonding with an outsider. Perhaps it is time. Perhaps it is time for the ostrich to leave its ancient and primordial home and 
give its gifts to all of mankind. The chief raises his staff. On the tip of the staff is a rock, fastened into it with a thong of leather. It glows faintly, the light of stars from ancient galaxies and planets. Go, my ostrich friends. Go and spread your learning. All the cities of Australia must know, and then the world. The mesa opens up. Ships begin to ascend from it. Ships beyond our comprehension with technology must advance beyond ours. Daggers, I had no idea. This is amazing. Ostriches with ostrich jetpacks glide through the air off toward unknown destinations. It's beautiful. Down in the camp, Stan and Pythagoras look above them as the sky is filled with ostriches. And around them march forth ostriches and all means of conveyance. The sky is filled with light. It has been decided. No longer will we be subject to our own fears of controlling the human race. Standing beside you and watching as you struggle, we shall embrace you and guide you forward. Let me take this collar off. It just seems. It just doesn't seem right. That's your rest. Will you. Will you go back with me? And, and be my friend? And let me help you communicate to the world everything you have to say? Let us serve as ambassadors to the friendship of our peoples. Stan drops the collar and falls into the dust, useless and broken. He sees Charlie, the macrame wallaby, dust and feathers all over it. He goes over to it, picks it up, and holds it like a small child. And then a smaller ostrich, an attendant ostrich, Rides by with two segways. Your shoes. I got I got bit. Stan looks frantically towards the snake fence and sees that he indeed left the gate open. Rick's body, lifeless on the ground, is surrounded by a pool of purple dirt. Why would you wear canvas shoes? I didn't know! My legs, it's going up, Pythagoras. Stan feels the poison coursing through his veins. Zooms down from the sky, 
And as Rick blacks out, ostriches lift him up into the ship as it carries him away to somewhere he does not know. Rick. Rick, wake up. been asleep for some time now. We've been out for ten days. Ten days? What happened? Did, did the ostriches get to civilization? Did Have they begun teaching the world what they know? You sit now on our space station high above the earth. There are three small children in the room. Stands. Three children. Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Dad? Daddy, I like your ostrich leg. Hey, Kara. <laughs> Ethan? Hey, Dad. Trey? Yeah, Dad, you've been asleep for a while. Are you okay? <laughs> you left the snake gate open, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> As your daughter noticed, we had to replace your leg with an ostrich leg. The necrosis was too severe. Do you like it, Dad? Does it, does it work? It will function just as your other. Stan flexes the muscles of his new leg. It ripples with powered energy, and the claw foot wiggles. She got a cool claw, Dad. Painted a happy face on the where your big toe would have been. I see that, Kara. There's a taste in Stan's mouth. It's the the taste of wild wind, of running at a hundred miles an hour across the outback wastelands. Control station overseeing the transformation of humankind. They were scared, Dad. They couldn't handle it. Are those. are those measurements of the ozone? What? The numbers going up? That's going up really rapidly. many things that we can fix. Congress passed a comprehensive immigration bill? Yes. By replacing the brains of your legislators with ostrich brains. Thank you.
You're my friend, Rick. I'm sorry I stabbed your friend to death with my beak. It's okay. He could be a real dick sometimes. Let's go get something to eat. Sounds good. Australia by Alf Pacino Featuring Matthew Brahm, Kendall Butterworth, Sam Gorenstein, Amy Nolte, Justin K. Rivers, Matthew Rogers, and Alex Timmis With original music composed and performed by Mark S. Merritt